Tempos Laudas. This is Open Ended, a show about tech, culture, and a side of fast. Hey, everybody. It's Cher and James. Hey. Hey. We are here to let you guys know that we are taking the week off. Yes. We yes. need a break. We need a break. Not just from Open Ended, but from each other. Yeah. We've been spending roughly like 16 hours in a car mm. together. At we, least. We spent like five days together. Um, we were doing a lot of traveling for NerdCon. NerdCon. NerdCon was in Minneapolis this past weekend. If you're not familiar with it, it's on John and Hank Green's festival conference about... Well, nerd stuff, and you should follow the hashtag NerdCon Stories and learn more about it. Yeah, I was giving a workshop on podcasting and audio design. So we're actually going to put in a rebroadcast from one of our favorite episodes. Which one, Cher? Episode 12, Eating Alone in Subway. Um, it is a really far throwback. It's last summer, um, August 24th. 15 and I had just come back from Eau Claire which is really close to Minneapolis but I had done um, a music festival Eau Claire music festival the inaugural one and then also Pitchfork music festival here in Chicago the same weekend because I have no chill so um, we talked about just that traveling but also the idea of FOMO because um, part of the reason why I did both is because I didn't want to miss out on anything. But also James was kind of observing my travels as well and feeling a slight ebb of FOMO. So we're going to discuss that, go on a deep dive of all those and it's all of its interests. So I uh, hope you enjoy and we'll be back next week. This is Open Ended Podcast. I'm Sir Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. The fear the that fear. if you miss a party or an end, you will miss out on something great. Of mental a or emotional strain caused by the fear of missing out. A form of social anxiety, a, a compulsive concern that one might miss on the opportunity or satisfying an event, often aroused by posting on social media websites. The intensely annoying act of being psychologically and physically compelled to open social networking or email applications at an appropriate time, to be in one location and have an overwhelming feeling that something really great is happening elsewhere. To be in one location yet have an overwhelming feeling that something really great is happening elsewhere. I did the most this weekend. <laughs> I did the absolute complete most. And I mean, yeah, I had a great time doing it. But my God, I'm so achy. But what do you mean by doing the most? Well, as um, I previously said in the last episode of the Open Ended Podcast, if you're listening, you know what you're listening <laughs> to. Um, I went to 
a music festival in Eau Claire, uh, Wisconsin. And I said, you Claire, like eight times. And it's pronounced <laughs> Eau Claire. And I sound like a goober. But yeah, it's pronounced Eau Claire. And one of the many things I learned this past weekend. And um, another thing I learned is that Eau Claire is an actual city. It's like a college town. I thought it was like the name of the woods that Bon Iver, Justin Vernon um, wrote that album. That years ago, but no, it's actually like an, a, a town with like sixty thousand people, and there's a bunch of hotels in it. It's really, it's actually a, a kind of a cool place. I mean, I would probably never go back, but <laughs> um, I mean, for what it is, it's cool. It reminds me of like Naperville, oh, or like man. it's very suburban, but it's a college town. So oh. yeah, it's cool and it's really sweet. Everybody was really friendly, but um, it the festival was in like some kind of campgrounds, so there was a lot of. Um, a lot of woods going on. It was on the Chippewa River, and um, at one point there was a stage that was a far, far away from the other two stages, the two main stages, and you literally had to climb a hill. And yeah, it was like a fifteen-minute like hike, and I was not prepared for that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I was like, oh, so I gotta climb that big thing because <laughs> the map it didn't look like it was that far. Like, oh, I can walk that. Just like you know. Like a half acre or something. And no, it was like a, an illegit like incline. And it was like, mother of God, it was so hot. Like you thought it was hot last Monday. No, you don't know heat until it's like 90 degrees. It's 100% humidity. And there's like a million bodies next to you walking around. And like, oh, you're all, you know, in unison complaining about the fact that you have to climb a hill to go see some music. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it was awesome because it was about the music. It wasn't about like, the festival or trying to make you know an impression on your friends i didn't see any hipster really out there it was complete opposite of the other festival that i went to this weekend which was also pitchfork music festival um and pitchfork music festival i have a love-hate relationship with that festival yeah um (laughs) i have to say you just gonna you're just gonna let you flow yeah i love hate relationship with that one um i always loved the lineup the lineups are wonderful but i kind of hate what Pitchfork has become as a festival. Um, it was it's, it's celebrated its ten year anniversary this this year, and uh, yeah, it used to be like this cute little festival, and now it's it's super corporate. And I mean, yeah, they don't have any like car sponsorships or anything like that. But I don't know. It's it's not about the music anymore. It's about like being seen, hmm. and. You know, you have, like, a bunch of photographers taking pictures of people's, you know, interesting outfits, and it's not really about the fact that you're seeing really great musicians anymore. It's just about, you know, being the cool friend who's Instagramming this outfit you saw somebody, or, oh, I saw this cool musician doing this thing, you know, not on stage, but in the crowd, not necessarily watching them perform, or even watching them perform at all. Like, I don't know. It has a weird vibe. A vibe, um, I mean, I... I always go to Pitchfork just because it's kind of what you do, but um, I don't know. I always reminisce about the old days. Mm-hmm. So we can segue. I talked a lot just then, but um, we can segue into this whole episode just about FOMO, that feeling, that fear of missing out. And uh, well, I think before we kind of go into that, like yeah. we completely forgot about like the biggest news that 
we are moving into a weekly format. Yeah, that's true, man. Like, and we're here on a Monday that we're not scheduled to be on a Monday. So, yeah. <laughs> so we apologize in advance when you get that little notification on your phone that, like, oh yeah, you got some new new voices popping up in your phones. Yeah, well, not new. The off new. week. Well, kind of. Not new, but like you know, more recent, more. So how we're gonna do it now is every other week we're gonna try to get a guest. If we can, if we can somehow make this work. And in between those weeks. Don't don't strain the friendships you already have. (laughs) Yeah. And in between those weeks, uh, we're going to kick it old school, like open ended. uh, (laughs) 1.0. And just have the two of us um, just kind of vamp about what it is that is really kind of not really getting under our skin, but you know, just like kind of like how the old days used to be. So, yeah. um, That's why grinding our gears, but. Yeah, we had a we had a quite a few people ask like, why don't y'all do this weekly? And like we were kind of wondering like, yeah, why don't we do this weekly? But I think like we have a good enough flow now mm. where we won't be stressed out enough, and we can do this on a weekly basis. So we're gonna give this like a trial run. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't go disastrously, <laughs> or hopefully I don't as I don't, I don't ramble as much as I just did then because geez, I touched for a while. Sorry guys. No, no, it's okay. That's all right. <laughs> It's all good. Did I mention I'm really achy? <laughs> and maybe I'm at like a, you know, peak share right now. No, but, it's all, it's all, right. all good. I mean, like, good news is you're sitting down. You Thank plenty, God I'm sitting down. <laughs> this is this is my euphoria. Yeah, we have plenty of water. I love sitting. <laughs> so you were talking about how you were just literally bouncing from festival to festival. Yeah. Being, like, and just, an incredible, I don't know, road tripper just gosh yeah i mean the road trip started thursday night and we were you know the whole phrase scattered showers that's a real thing and we were like chasing the storm at one point and then the storm was chasing us Mm. and it was intense it was pretty much all rain the entire six hours Mm. and um my good friend amanda she um was driving for me and another friend of ours um, to Eau Claire for the weekend, and it was, it was such and go. I mean, she was a trooper. She didn't, she you know, didn't complain much about the rain. She just you know did you know the task at hand and was great. And she got us there safely. So uh, thank you, Amanda, for getting us there safely because you didn't have to. Um, yeah, she was like, "Fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> you bitches are on your own." Could have totally done that, and she didn't. So thank you for not doing that. So um, how did you go about like planning it about? out like was it just somebody kind of recommended it um kind of yeah um amanda had mentioned it on facebook and it was one of the few times i was actually on facebook i think she actually tagged me into the posting because that's whenever i go on facebook someone like actually gets my attention because otherwise i'm not on there really Mm. much um but yeah she tagged me in and said who wants to road trip with me in july and i was like huh that sounds like fun i like bony bear i like the woods let's try this out and I was I know it hesitant because I usually go to Pitchfork that weekend in July, but figured I'd try something new, something different. And, you know, I hadn't seen Bonavere, gosh, for four years. Mm-hmm. So um, it was due for a chance to see him alive again. And just because I was interested in what kind of festival he would put together in this, you know, random location. Not necessarily random, random to like other people, but like for him, he his roots there and he has friends and family there Mm -hmm. so it wasn't necessarily some place for him to um 
it was special place. It was special place for him, so it made sense that it was there. So I had never been to Eau Claire. I never really been to that far north in Wisconsin, and um, and stay. I've been to Minneapolis before a few times, so I've been through that kind of part of Wisconsin, but not, you know, stopping and being there for multiple days. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be a chance to just go on a road trip. I'd never been on a road trip with Amanda. I thought that would be a good opportunity to do that, and uh, I got to cover it actually for the radio station that I work for. So that was really fun. Yeah, like whenever I uh, like, especially those tagging of the post and like mm-hmm. kind of people coming up with like really good ideas like that. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard for me to figure out what it is, like if I should go or not go, because there's mm-hmm. like so many different factors. At least for me, that oh, goes totally. into like saying yes to something or saying no to sure. something. You know, like there's the thing about how much is this going to cost. Yeah, um, and that definitely was a factor. Yeah, is it? Like, how much time am I going to have to um, address mm. for this? Not only how much time is it going to take to get there and how much time am I going to be there, but also how much time is it going to take for me to recover? Hi, Cher. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's also weird. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, me, but, like, I also think about, okay, what's what's the friend group that I'm going to be hanging out Absolutely. with while I'm there? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, and I can break it down, like, how I even, like, came to the decision that I was going to go. Um yeah, um, money was definitely a concern because um, um, I'll mention for the umpteenth time I'm moving, so um, saving money was a huge thing, and I wanted to make sure that I was on a budget and wasn't overspending. And I'm really proud of myself. Unlike my last trip, I didn't overspend. I stayed to my budget, and um, money is so dumb. Oh, <laughs> it's very it's it's on my friend. So, um, but yeah, I sit on budget. I, I had a number that I was trying to stay under and I did stay under even when I thought mm-hmm. that I would, you know, have to spend more than I needed to. I still had that little wicker room so I can actually do what I needed to do and came back, you know, in the black from vacation, which is always a good thing. But, um, yeah, I was, that was, money was concerned for sure just because I wasn't sure if I could actually afford it. And since it was so close to the time that I was planning to move, I wanted to make sure I was, or even in, like at the time I wasn't even sure I was even be in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Cause for a while I thought, Oh man, do I have to like fly out of New York? Cause up until March, cause we bought the second in February, I thought I was leaving in August mm-hmm. and I ended up, you know, pushing back the movie day until September. Cause I didn't have to be in New York until September. So I figured there's no point of being in New York whole extra month. You know, spending rent, I can save another month's rent at home. Sure. So figured, okay, well, now I'm going to be in Chicago so that I can, like, you know, put a little more money into my savings and use a little less on the trip. But um, time commitment, for sure, having to make sure that I would have enough time to get off work. So saving a personal day for that, which I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the closeness of the friends. I mean, I was, I'm really close with Amanda. We've been friends a little over a year now, but like we were, we met, we were close immediately. Like, yeah, it was very, which is rare for me. I don't get very close to people very often. So when I, um, when I did become friends with her almost instantaneously, like I think we were kind of like giggling and making inside jokes within like the first week we were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that I would be fine if it was just her and I. And then she had another friend who I didn't really know, but I got to know on this trip and she's great. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then once I had gotten the clearance to get the press pass, I had already bought a ticket, so I gave it to our mutual friend, Oksana, and she's one of my best friends. So it was four girls in a hotel room, and we're all kind of, you know, temperamental, um, calm presence. We're not too hyper, um, 
so it was nice being able to you know coexist in that um in that kind of setting yeah but, it's just like really interesting especially because like when you have all these social media channels that just kind of weirdly swirl around you mm-hmm. and everyone has the same degree of access to you as, yeah. as you want so literally anybody can tag you in a post or send you an event to go to this thing so everyone almost as we kind of talked about a few episodes back mm-hmm. about we've, that, we've referenced that, this before that uh that communication uh pyramid and like everyone has access at the same level of this pyramid sure. and like you kind of gotta filter out um the signal from the noise mm-hmm. and i don't know i think that's kind of cool that like that's how you figure out um and kind of thinking about the closeness of the, the friends for sure and yeah. like i mean i get posted i get tagged in a lot of things so like it just also depends on the person who's tagging me as well mm-hmm. just because i know that she wouldn't tag me on just anything because she's i think she has a very similar relationship to facebook as i do she mm-hmm. posts a little bit more often than me like i never post ever I like comment or like, you know, sometimes I Facebook stalk people, like just like looking on my timeline or whatever, but I don't actually post anything on my wall. Sure. So, um, I know that she was tagging me in something that it had to be, you know, of interest and, you know, like a lot of people who tag on me were just like essentially just spam. Mm-hmm. So that was, um, definitely something that piqued my interest. Certainly. Mm-hmm. So in your case, mm-hmm. you did say yes uh, yeah. <laughs> to this. I said, yes to the tr- I said yes to the dress. Um, yeah. um, so I, I kind of like really found this week's topic really interesting because um, this was an event that you went to, mm-hmm. um, both events, uh, yeah. like both music festivals. Yeah, um, because I'm, I'm an idiot. And, <clears throat> And it was an event that I didn't go to as far as both of them. But they were both events where we have a lot of mutual friends that Mm. went to said event. Um, So it was like kind of interesting that we had both sides of the you're there Mm -hmm. and somebody is not. Sure. So it's like somebody experiencing the... The FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so you're on the side of you went. Um, yeah. And so like, like, um, I mean, like just to jump right in, um, the, my whole feeling of FOMO is even when you're having the, you know, experience, there's still that FOMO. Mm-hmm. It still exists. I had it when I wasn't at Pitchfork the first two days. Um, and I think that was the beauty of the Eau Claire festival was that there was no, um, sell your service really where I was like I couldn't like I posted I, I like recorded snapchats but I couldn't post any of them until I was back at the hotel hmm. like I think I posted like eight or nine I like recorded them but I posted them all one time because I couldn't there I got like no signal at all mm-hmm. and it was great though because I was able to communicate with some of my friend like my like with Amanda my friend Exxon and our friend Liz trying to communicate we like got separated from each other mm-hmm. but um I couldn't post anything like on Twitter or on Instagram or any of that stuff, which I think was, I was able to enjoy the festival because you couldn't even check anything online because I wasn't, I wasn't using my phone. It was great. Sure. I can just experience the actual event that's happening before me and not make it about, you know, Hulk, I'm doing this really cool thing. Mm-hmm. You're missing out on it. And, you know, there's, 
that weird feeling where you're like, should I even post this? Because will I, will I look a dick if I do this to my mm-hmm. friends who weren't there? And I do it mostly just to remember, you know, for myself that I actually saw these things. Because I, you know, it's coming from a, uh, like a position of privilege, but I get to go to a lot of really cool things. And sometimes I forget the cool things that I see sometimes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, that's not even, I know that's a really shitty thing to say, but that's a true statement. You know, I, 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 I think there's like no kind of way to... Not say uh, that uh, shitty way. Yeah, but, but it's but like, I understand where you're coming from. Right, and it's just for like it's mental purposes. It's not necessarily for like I'm showing off, but it's it's mostly for me. Like when I post cool things, um, when I I post things that I'm doing, it's just like I'm doing this cool thing. It is, you know, it just happens to look cool, but it's for me. Like I love looking at like time hop and seeing you know pictures that I took from like two years ago, three years ago. I completely forgot that I did those things years ago, Mm -hmm. and like oh yeah, I was feeling that thing in that moment, and. Um, archiving my life, I do it so I can archive it for so I can look back at it, not necessarily to make sure. Oh, look, I'm doing this awesome thing. You're missing out on it, like, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel like FOMO is. I don't know. I, I I feel it a lot, and I felt it when I went back to the hotel room and saw like you know certain people who were at Pitchfork, or like even like the festival posting like, oh, this cool this cool thing happened here, like blah blah blah. I did that. But and, that's really interesting because yeah. you're at yeah. a fun event. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you realize, you're, you're but someone's doing something cool some, there too. And why can't yeah. I be at two places in once? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you actually can't. And you have to be okay with that. Hey guys, it's me again. Um, I figured while we take a short break, I can tell you a little bit about another podcast on our lovely, friendly Chicago podcast co-op network that you might enjoy if you like open-ended. This podcast was called Friendshipping, where our pals Jen and Trin discussed friendship, particularly between ladies. They tackle the tricky stuff like, how can I make friends as an adult? How can I end a toxic friendship? And more. So look out for Friendshipping on any place where podcasts can be downloaded and not sold. And I'm sure you'll like it. So do you so do you consider others when you talk about events? So let's say like we're all hanging out in a group. Okay. Let's say I'm hanging out with you and the um three others that were there. Sure. And it's me. And it's just like the five of us. Would you bring up the festival? Um, if it comes out if it comes up organically, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would if it like if it came up organically, or it's, like it's like IRL FOMO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if it came up organically, I I would try. I was like I would like, hey, remember that one time we saw Bonnie Vare perform that awesome song? Like just like, completely mm-hmm. arbitrarily. No, I would try not to do that. That's interesting. Um, just because like that's a jackass move. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I admit I have probably done that at one point or another. And I instantly felt shitty about it. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, why would I say that? That's dumb. Like, no one gets a shit if I saw that. No one really cares. Okay, so erase me out of the conversation. All because, right. like, I'm kind of like, I guess I could say I'm a close friend, right? <laughs> what do you, like, okay. how, do you, how, do you, how do you define close? Okay, like, anyway. <laughs> you know, I think we're like, you know semi-attached to the hip but that's you know oh that's God. <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. I'm like your alt wife a little, <laughs> or rather your actual wife, where your wife is kind of like <laughs> your side piece. That's that's like you know. That's a completely different, different conversation. conversation. Um, so let's say like it was somebody around the group that wasn't as close, quote unquote close. I'd still would feel you, the same would, way. Would you still feel the same way? Yeah, because like I mean, I don't want people, and it's probably coming from a selfish perspective but like i wouldn't want people thinking that i'm an asshole mm-hmm. who would just do that in general and you know judge my character on mm-hmm. the way that i act on certain experiences that i've had just bragging for bragging's sake like mm-hmm. no one gives a shit in, in the long run like yeah you did this cool thing but like you know how does that define you as a person mm-hmm. and i find it really interesting because like as someone who was on the fomo side mm-hmm. of it and kind of well, I, I'm not. I'm not. Wasn't creeping all of your social networks, but it just. <laughs> but it. But it just kind of. But it just kind of so happens that. And, and we're, I actually we're, posted a lot of it all one time, and that's something I don't do. I usually try to spread it out, but like in order for me to actually post anything, it all came out at one time. Well, so that was kind of weird. Well, it was like, I realized that you posted at different frequencies to different networks. So, like for instance, I saw a good chunk of everything on snapchat mm-hmm. and i saw the next frequency on instagram and twitter was like one or two yeah things and then facebook nothing i never posted Facebook. yeah, yeah exactly as you said so i'm just curious and and it's me kind of like thinking aloud and like hand waving right now <laughs> that um it's very it's very I, elegant I wonder, I wonder if it's because with snapchat you see that as it's a more uh, for lack of a better phrase, intimate mm-hmm. medium. And usually your friend group on Snapchat is, at least how I use it, is I don't I, have, I don't have more than like 30 people. I have there. like 10. Yeah, exactly. And your friend group on there is a lot tighter mm-hmm. versus Instagram, which for me is a little larger than that. Like I don't follow more than I think like 150 and I'm, I still need to trim that down. And then, like, when you get to the ones that are larger than that, like Twitter and Facebook, you were less um, uh, frequent. Yeah. So was that a a deliberate decision? Um, Yes and no. I mean, I posted a couple of things, like just random thoughts on Twitter, like, um... And also, it was weird that, like, the festival, like, retweeted it, too. (laughs) Like, oh, that's... And like it was like instant, like oh, thirst. But shout out to their social media coordinator. Word, yeah, it was awesome. But like she was, she was on it. I was like, damn, girl, all right. But um, yeah, I I posted one thing about um, the Dresner brothers. One of them who actually, um, if you're not familiar with the Dresner brothers, they're the two twins who play guitars in the band The National. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Dresner, he was one of the curators of the festival this year. Mm. Um, him and his brother Bryce, they were supposed to perform in, there was one on the stage, actually the smallest stage, there was four stages all together. And one of the stages was in, 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 in uh, like an igloo. It was like, cold. Like it was an actual igloo. It wasn't actually, it was like a, it was like a plastic like sphere and it was mother of God, it was a sauna. It was like being in a, in a sweat lodge. It was so <laughs> 
fucking hot. <laughs> I've never sweated that much in my entire life. I think I lost a couple of pounds. I would say your curvatures and your um, creases were just all types of slick. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Folding at my folds, like swapping at my folds. It was intense. It was disgusting. Yeah, I was sweating in places I didn't think I could sweat. So, like, it was an intense experience. And there was a box where it was a stage, kind of, it was like a 3D kind of cube. And they were performing inside of that. And we all had headphones on. So it was like a performance piece, kind of. Anyway, they canceled the set. They never showed up. And I remember before they were going to come on, I like tweeted like, oh my God, I'm like, perform- I'm about to watch the two brothers perform in a box in an igloo. What is this place? But like very little um, interaction with Twitter just because I was trying to actually enjoy it. And again, I wasn't getting much reception in that forest. So um, I probably would have posted way more if I had better access. But in hindsight, I'm kind of glad I didn't. So if I had to generalize this, mm-hmm. your reasons for frequency were not so much <laughs> on the thoughtfulness of, and I'm not trying to do this to make you sound like a dick, which is totally not the case, but I'm just saying your thoughtfulness in your posting frequency was not because of who you thought might be viewing it, but was more based on how much service you had. Essentially, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's just real. I mean, I... um or whether I wouldn't have posted all those scenes at one time. I probably would have been a little more sparingly with my post. Because um, there's stuff I didn't actually post even. Like, I'm like, oh, no, I'll keep that one. Like, there's a couple pictures that I have that are just for me. Yeah. Which are good to have. They're yeah. really good to have. Yeah. Um, and just being able to enjoy it um, there. So if I want to revisit that moment, I can. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just tried to... Um, yeah, I tried to keep it minimal as possible. Cool. But yeah, on the flip side of that, though, saying no, I say no a lot. <laughs> I say no a lot to hanging out. Um, if it was my choice, I would always go home at 530 and be in my pajamas by 616, which is about roughly the time I get to home mm-hmm. and, um, you know, be in my PJs and watch SVU <laughs> every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> but at some point I do have to like, you know, interact with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, It was, it was interesting to be on that side of no, particularly in this weekend. Um, Because I think the reason it particularly hit me a little harder was because I was on the side of yes. um, I want to say two years ago. Mm. Of this particular um, weekend of music festivals, and it just talk about the name you mentioned it a couple of times. What pitchfork? No, no. I mean, I don't have a problem naming it. It's just like I don't know. I just kept referring it to it as the music festival. (laughs) Internet sponsoring it, so whatever. Um, (laughs) They're not going to sponsor this. (laughs) And um, think it sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And but but it just weirdly felt like every single person was there and I was really feeling this like sense of oh man am I really missing out on like this really great thing that like everyone and their mom was at you know like it just seemed Mm -hmm. like it was like an onslaught of no matter where I turned on um on anything like I just want to read something on my insta paper and um I come across like 
a, tr- a trending post on like the browse feature that's like something about pitchfork or i go on facebook and i'm uh just trying to clear out some stuff and then something about pitchfork and then going on twitter where i talk with a lot of friends and something about pitchfork algorithms, or if i'm going man. on it's <laughs> algorithms. Or, that's all it is what's up it's algorithms i mean yeah well yeah and it's like i go on slack and then people are talking about pitchfork and mm. it's like and it's like that one instance where it seems like the thing that you're not going to it seems like everybody's talking about and then you feel that weird sense of is everyone having fun without me and it's mindy kaling so lovingly put on her title of her first book What'd you say? Mindy Kaling, her yeah, first book. Is that's everybody exactly having what, fun without me? That's exactly what I felt. And I've also <laughs> been in my feelings a lot because I've been watching The Office on Netflix for the oh, past like two weeks. Oh, um, so I've been in my feelings a lot. Oh. And it was just like a really, like, it was one of those weekends where yeah. I felt like, oh man, everybody's having all this fun. And whenever I go hang out with them, everybody's going to be talking about this awesome moment that... I saw through screens and everyone else saw there and it was just this weird. I will stop um, you right now and I will tell you that I saw nothing really great the, the two hours I was at Pitchfork. You don't so. have to try to make me feel better. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, that, I, I actually said to mental people, the person that I wanted to go see at Pitchfork this year, the reason why I even like signed up for this thing that I did and busted my ass to get to Chicago for boring as fuck I was there for 15 minutes like alright this is a waste of time I'm gonna go hang out somewhere else so um yeah I don't know it's it's on the eye of the beholder honestly what it comes down to like yeah you're getting a filtered version of what's going on you're seeing a cool moment but that doesn't necessarily generalize what is actually happening they're probably hot as fuck they're probably miserable they're probably complaining they probably spent way too much money so like you're just the fumble's getting... real though you know what i mean like it's it's it's, it's, it's so a real, real it's a real feeling it, it, and i feel it all the time when i'm like like um i think the biggest fomo i've ever had in recent memory was um last year when I think literally my entire friend circle was in Cleveland, Ohio for the weapons uh, mass creation oh last year. Yeah, and that's where I and that's where that's I was. That's where you went. Yeah. And my like I, I could not hang out with anybody. I was like, hey, wanna hang out? Oh, we're in Cleveland. We're in Cleveland, Cleveland. Like, oh fuck, is everyone in Cleveland? Like did, did I miss the memo? Like everyone was there. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And and that's the weird Even people about that I don't FOMO. even like Hey, now that often I was like, was going down my Rolodex, like going down my 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 texting me, like, who am I texting like a year? Hey, you're hanging out. I mean, Cleveland, like, fuck, like no one, <laughs> no one was there in Chicago. It was like empty. I remember going to the subway, which I never went to subway, and just feeling like the loneliest person in the world. It was awful. Yeah, and that's the weird thing about FOMO. It's like, it's so easy to be on one side of the oh I'm at the thing and I feel like I'm having the time of my life and then you can be on the other side and feel like oh is everyone having the time of their life and I don't know if it's more about the feeling of I'm sad that I'm not there or Mm -hmm. that feeling of I don't know what's happening and I could be missing out on something yeah I think it's that unknown Mm that unknown feeling that black abyss that is like your imagination Mm -hmm. that you can be imagining all these scenarios and putting in trying to fit yourself into this experience that's not probably even happening. Mm-hmm. And it, it manifests itself even further to the point where, like, oh God, oh God, I'm like wasting my life away. So, yeah, I think FOMO, it's a real thing, but you have to remember that 
what you're really getting and what you're seeing is not always the case. Yeah. And it just seems like, especially with thing, um, you know, with all these like tools that we have, it's so easy to mm-hmm. just kind of get wrapped up in it and then just consistently wrap yourself up in it if you really want to. And if you want to feel like garbage, it's so easy to feel like it's garbage. So, and I think that's um, another reason why I stopped posting on Facebook for a long time too, is because I was getting this very weird feeling of FOMO and, um, you know, people filter their lives, you know, the people, especially their social media. No one actually, you know, puts out the real shit. Mm. You only get like, you know, this very fragmented aspect of people's lives. And, you know, there's only so many times you can see wedding pictures and baby pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And, it's, and it's even weirder, like, to kind of get like hella meta right now is like when we even think about like how we post for the show. Mm-hmm. Like we don't. Like, it, you know, it, it just seems like, oh, we're having such a great time. But, like, in reality, we argue like shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have days where we feel like absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, 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 what, 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 like what do you post? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you want to post like, oh, man, I feel like garbage and I hate share today. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because we have a podcast to do. you know what I mean and then just like nobody wants to see that and I guess yeah. like that kind of flows into how um, kind of perpetuating perpetuating the FOMO machine goes it's like nobody wants to like always post about like the garbage time they're having at this like grand event because right, that's 90% of the time you're a human being you're miserable so like the 2% is what everybody posts about. It's like, oh man, I'm fucking living life to the fucking fullest. This hashtag best life. Like, <laughs> is that a real hashtag? Oh, hashtag best life? Oh, absolutely. I've it never is. seen hashtag best life. I mean, I probably made that up, but I'm sure it exists in the world. Live my best life. Are the kids still saying YOLO or is that done? I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, I guess, I mean, Drake is still a thing. So, like, he has a tattooed on his body, right? Like, yeah. a, a, I know he's got the prayer hands. That human. <laughs> that human. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's very much that percentage that we get. We don't get the real thing. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you have to remember when you are feeling that FOMO is that, yeah, you might miss me now, but like you also have to remember you're living life wherever you are. Mm-hmm. And you have to appreciate the life that you're living yeah. in that moment. And if you don't, I would fear that more. Yeah. And there's an equality between having a grand time at a music festival and staying at home doing yoga in your apartment and eating popcorn. Mm-hmm. They're bo- if they're both things that bring joy to you at that moment, they're just as important. Absolutely. And I know I had to remember that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so just, you know, take a little time to appreciate those moments no matter where they are. thing that you can really do to help us out is leave us a review we know you're listening on your phone or you're at a computer or you're some kind of way behind some kind of internet enabled device so take two minutes out of your time if you're on the bus it's perfect move your elbow don't bump into the person next to you and leave us a review it's a simple way to let other people know that hey this is a good show give us five stars nothing less please don't be petty And tell people why the show is great. You can be like, we really enjoy Cher's voice. 
he thinks she's dope you can say you enjoy you enjoy james's voice he's really great but yeah just take some time leave us a review we'd really appreciate it so i hope you enjoyed this episode guys we'll be back next week with more stories but until next time keep things open-ended Post loudness. Audio.